Thank you, Gil. You're welcome. Have fun. Can you Thank make, you. Can we you will make have those fun. screens any bigger? <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody. We are <sighs> live and fresh and challenging. <laughs> we made some changes, as you know. And uh, wow, welcome. I'm so glad you guys came tonight. Are you? Are you guys glad you came? Very much so. Awesome. Yeah, I'm good. Well, um, for starters, what I would like to do is I would just like to open up in a, a welcoming, invitational prayer. So let's do that first. Oh, Lord God Almighty, Abba Father, and our husband, a friend, awesome God. We thank you that you are here and we are fa having family time tonight. We invite the heavenly host to join us. And we invite the angels that are on assignment for each of us the angelic realm that are on assignment to help us and minister to us, the living letters that have been here from the foundation of the earth. And of course, Abba Father, Yeshua, Ruach HaKodesh, we invite you to be with us in our family time together and to lead us into all understanding and love and growth for your kingdom. Mm. Amen. <laughs> we are having just a slight difficulty right now. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Larry. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Hi, Maxine. Let's see, do we have some more people who are waiting to join? Go ahead and unmute if you'd like. There we go. Yay. So I would like to know what is, um, first of all, I want to know, can you hear us? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And, and thank yeah. you for your comments back so I know that I can hear you. So I know for me, especially since Sunday, um, there have been things that have been on my heart and I just keep pondering them before the Lord. And of course, we're going to go and discuss them on, on Sunday, the upcoming Sunday. So in our interim time, in our family time together, I was just wondering, what's on your heart? What do you want to talk about tonight? <laughs> I'll speak up. Okay. I had a situation this week, and I'm still, I just actually still today, even. Um, it came up last night, and today I've still been pondering it, and I did talk to one person about it. But it's, it's regarding this 30, 60, 100 fold uh, kind of revelation. And. I am really struggling with 
that are stuck in the 3060. Now, I realize I have places in my life that I'm still stuck at 3060, right? But when I see it and hear 3060, I just want to grab them out of it and move them, you know, bring them, pull them up to the 100. And I know that's not right. We just have to love them where they are, right? That's the whole thing. And so, like I said, this it's just a struggle for me. So I'm, I'm just kind of putting it out there and realizing I just, I need help. I need to figure out how can I still, it's not about not loving them. I, I do love them, but how do I let them stay there? Because that's where they're, you know, that's where they found their, their peace with God per se. So that I can... come out as a at all <laughs> oh no it was great i've turn these down um i've pondered that myself um i have some friends um in the in the church and um right. wanted to bring them into you know all the revelation that we've been coming into and of course um the lord led me out of the church so i'm not there but i'm still in relationship with them and I keep dropping these little seeds, wanting them to, you know, go, yeah, I'd really like to know more about that. But they don't. And instead, they want to tell me more about, you know, like the stream that they're in and and how yeah. people are growing in that stream. And um, so I can relate to how you're feeling. And then whatever the other thing that comes to mind is um, have you read Rick Joyner's book on the final quest from way back when. You know, go I have not. I'm not a reader. I'm a video guy. I definitely watch videos. If he's got it out there on video, I will watch it. Okay. Well, it was a, a it was a book about um, you know, like warfare. You know, demonic. You know, attack on the on the on the family of God, and going across towards a mountain, and then eventually going up that mountain. And there were casualties, you know, along the way. There were lessons that were learned. And then people would go up the mountain, and some of them would stay, like, at the bottom level or at the second level, you know. And other people would go all the way up to the top of the mountain. But they had to be happy with the people who wanted to stay at that station, and in the long run, when you end up going through the book, they start to appreciate that those who stayed at different parts along the mountain, that they were needed there. Because if, if, they, had, if they had all gone up the mountain and they had left some of those, at the others, they had, uh, there was nobody at those lower stations of the mountain, they would have been taken over and the whole mountain would have eventually been taken over. And so it was a way of like appreciating that everybody has this unique call. Anyone else? Yeah, that's good. That's helpful. That is somewhat helpful in that sense. Because uh, it's kind of the whole, uh, the tribes have stayed outside the promised land too. For whatever reason, they felt like to stay, you know, that's what was coming to me when you were saying that. So I, I kind of like that. Because again, it all needed to be occupied by by God's people in that sense too. Yeah. But yeah, very good. Anyone else want to add to that? or? <laughs> I have a friend who is doing ultimate impact and she got stuck in this one place and everybody else was someplace else. And she says, well, what, what do you want me to do? God says, I want you to stay here. And she said, she felt like she was like out of the loop. But as she looked at it later and talked with God about it, he was showing her that 
she's one of these type of people that likes to just jump in and start doing things without really knowing what's going on. And he was kind of teaching her a little bit of patience. Mm. And, you know, that's where he needed her right then. That's good. Yeah, and I agree because um, cause I, I realize it's, this is my problem. This isn't, I'm not, I, although I am judging them, and I, but it's, it's, it, this is my problem and I get that. I'm, I'm the one that's doing this to myself. And I, like I said, I'm, I was actually weepy and, and the person was just, he just, he just said, well, the 30, 60, is a place of uh, choice. And it's like, oh, that's, that's exactly right. You know, I mean, and you can put this into any situation, you know, the political situation, the, uh, you know, just life choices that people make, um, and so I'm, I'm realizing that this is a place that I'm struggling with, with all of that, because I've got family members that, of course, on the opposite side of the political spectrum, I've got, uh, you know, younger kids that, you know, have these socialist ideas and, you know, think they're wonderful. And, um, and I'm, I'm learning to let them be who they are, because I realize, particularly with my youngest daughter, she, she's just brilliant. She's amazing. And, I have always told her since she was very young that she would change the world. And, and I still believe that. And I believe that now even more because she's going to bring, she's going to find the good stuff that's in, you know, community living, you know, kingdom living, what we're calling it, even though she's outside the kingdom at this point, um, she doesn't you know, hold to uh, a, a Christian value, but she's got more love and care and compassion than, you know, so I'm not worried about her soul. Um, particularly since this movement's helped that as well, but um, yeah. Anyways, I, I don't want I don't want to hog, but I appreciate the uh, the chance to talk about it. <clears throat> well, isn't that? I know we um, we have been doing Saturday nights with a small group of people at our home for uh, we're on our eighth year, and it's so wonderful to be able to just gather around, you know, as family and talk about what's ever on our heart and to, to grow together and work on challenges together. And um, so I'm so yeah. glad that you shared, Larry. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I am getting better. I'm getting better. I don't make my little daughter cry <laughs> anymore. At least I'm trying not to. So. <laughs> well, I mean, and we learn from each other. You know, it, yeah. like it yeah. wouldn't necessarily be bad if we just talk. Like, I'm not. I don't know if we're, if we're going to do that tonight. But we just talked about these. Are, these are the things that I'm struggling with. You know, in other words, that I'm because we're all overcoming something, and yeah. so yeah. Yeah. and and we can learn from each other's processes of overcoming to help each other move forward. So, because everybody everybody's dealing with something, it isn't like yeah. you know. Yeah. It, it, uh, so we all learn from each other in, in this journey. So, and I, yeah, that's a, <laughs> yeah. I think I heard that first from Nancy Cohen, the thirty sixty hundred fold thing. I Although, isn't it in I isn't it in the uh, New Testament somewhere? Isn't there a scripture about that? Um, yeah, I, you know, I I don't know. I know people use the talents as the story, and yeah. it, is that a, is that that's a parable in the new. In the yeah. new, right um so yeah that's the one i've heard and yes w when i bring it up it's chris blackaby that's i've received it through but every time i share it with people that are familiar with it they say oh yeah nancy talks about that <laughs> yeah so, 
Yeah, I think she, that's the first person I've heard talk about it. Yeah. And it's, well, you know, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> so when, when she was talking about it initially, um, she said, you can just start going through the Bible and you can find all of the, you know, 30, 60, yeah, 100 yeah. things, basically yeah. the threes all over the Bible. So, um, yeah, yeah. And of course, the hundred doesn't, doesn't mathematically, it's not what you expect, but. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then again, it is kind of like the bond servant, right? So to me, a bond servant is, you know, like maybe the, the 30 or the 60 and said, hey, but I want to give you my all, you know, here, have 100 yeah. percent. I'm not I'm not leaving. <laughs> right, right. So that is a choice, right? Well, yeah, I really do believe. Right, I think my friend had he hit me right straight between the eyes with when he said it's just a choice level. It's just a choice level. Yeah, and yeah. and I, I get that. But <clears throat> again, I, I since he said that to me, it's just been an hour or so ago. And it's like, I really, I was in a weepy place and, but how do I, like, I, I started the question. I, I just want to live because what I carry, what I carry and I know I do is I want to set the captives free. I mean, I've been carrying that kind of mantle for, for several years now, but I'm, I know what it is. I'm carrying it from the 30 or the 60, right? Cause I want to do something. And that's uh, what Chris Blackfield always talks about. It's, it's, you're not doing it, you know, where it gets your, find your rest. And that's, uh, mm. I, I get that, but I haven't found it yet. I just, I haven't found it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Does that spark any other um, questions or topics of conversation for anybody? Go ahead, Sandy. Larry, one thing that came to me is you bring freedom just by who you are everywhere you go. And a big part of freedom is inspiring other people that they can be free. So just yes. you being you, you inspire people that, oh, there is a different way to do life. You know, even unconsciously, just the way you are, just the way you conduct right. yourself, whether at work or with friends or family. And so that's the first step of bringing that freedom because then they get inspired and it makes them start thinking, which opens them up. And then chances are they will approach you and say, hey, how do you have so much peace with all that's going on in politics or or whatever? You know, right. how, how in the world do you and Debbie have such a loving relationship being so many miles apart or, you know, anything <laughs> like that? Right. Could just open up questions. Yeah. And that's yeah. when you get to share more and you can go a little bit deeper and kind of explore that. So yeah, that's what thanks, Sandy. Are. Yeah, thank you, Sandy. That's good. I think that's beautiful. Okay. It rem go ahead, Mia. Go ahead. Uh, well, me. Well, I was just just say, um, you know, what you said about, about um, you know, um, unconsciously, you know, um, that's that's what you're both saying. Uh, unconsciously, you can demonstrate Christ in you, um, and. Um, Think it can happen by accident you know purely by accident because uh, i've been thinking well everybody's talking about ecclesias and doing ecclesias well i'm not in one and i don't ever remember being in one so i contacted somebody that i really respect who um has been teaching about ecclesias helping others to teach about ecclesias. i thought well if anybody knows he'll know so i, te I, I texted him 
And he texted me back, and he was so honest and open. He said, Mick, I'm having a real crisis in my belief system at the moment. He said, I'm not in an ecclesia, and I don't know anybody who is in basketball. <laughs> what? It really surprised me. It really did surprise me. You know, I was going, oh, wow. And, and, and then I emailed him back, and I said to him, well, look, you know, I really appreciate your honesty. If you want to talk about anything, I'm here for you. And it was just that. I left it over there. But it seems that what I was doing unconsciously, even for my own benefit, you know, it turned around and might ultimately, I don't know, you know, I might um, be able to say something in his life. I don't know. But it did open up things. It did open up things. I think that's a stunt, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that um, sparked my thoughts on uh, this topic of 30, 60, 100 is, um, okay, so like, for example, in music. In music, I have this great desire. I've had it all my life, but I feel like, especially looking back where I've come from and where I am right now, that God has um, trained me into being an A to Z person when it comes to certain things like music for me. Tom has a great anointing in music, so he didn't start at A like I did. He just jumped into his anointing, and then he can go far with his anointing. And so when you have start started at a, um, a place like A or B or C, and somebody else is there, kind of like going up the mountain 30, 60, 100, then you can relate to people at different stages of their journey and that's so valuable because then you can speak their language and you can get a feel for you know like what do they need next yeah that's good my mom talks about that because she struggles with uh, math because her math teacher back in the day he was very good at math but he did not, he could not teach them the basics to get them to D, you know? So she missed ABC. And so she struggled with math and still does to this day. I mean, she was, I mean, she's a college graduate. She's a teacher for 35 years, you know, it, it's all good. But uh, she does not like math because she never grasped the, the basics. She always had to struggle at it. And to me, that really said exactly what you said. You've got this talented person who starts playing at you know my, my son is like this okay i have a, a genius son he whatever he touches he he can just do it uh he started playing that old broken down piano that my aunt had in her uh, house and he next thing you know he's playing this beautiful stuff because it just flows it just flows out of him and language is the same way you you have somebody can speak to him four or five different sentences, a few different words. Next thing you know, he can he'll he'll pick it up. He'll communicate it back to him, and he loves it. It's it's his it's in his passion, you know. So yeah, I I uh, I get that uh, gifted part right that uh, some people jump in a and 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 finish till Z because they've just got this beautiful thing that they carry, but they could never teach you. Like my son would never be able to teach math or language because it's a gift for him it wasn't something that he learned you know how to murmur and you know all of this he just communicates with others <clears throat> yeah so the other thing i was thinking of while you were talking about that larry was that if you don't have the passion to start with a and go farther 
then you're not going to yeah. do it either. So, you know, here you're talking about your passion, you know, to help people grow. And so yeah. that's really a good indication of what's on your scroll so that you can help people in all those, um, those levels of their journey. Yeah. And that's true for me because I was, I was an LD kid. I had you no know, learning disabilities. I had to learn. Yep. I've, I've achieved well. I've got my college degree. Uh, you know, I, I, a lot of people say, Oh no, I can't believe you had those issues. You know, they don't see it today, but yeah, I, I'm definitely a person who starts at A and, and had to work myself up to uh, K, but no, I, that's that low self-esteem speaking right there. But uh, <laughs> no, that just means you I got a big easy. range. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, I have a question um, teaching about intimacy, intimacy and relationship with the Lord is, is key. And the last um, ultimate impact, one of the lessons, um, Gil and Adina are talking about intimacy and would you rather have an answer or do you want intimacy? Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, but what if I have a question? You know, how does that, do I have to sit back and just say, well, when you want to listen, God, then I can ask you my question? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> You're curious? Yeah, how, how, how does asking the questions come in play? Because um, I can sit and just zone out, you know, as much as I can. But then again, you know, sometimes you have questions. Do you just say, um, I, I got a question, you know, in the middle of being intimate. I, you know, I'm just curious. How do we balance them? I know for me, I was talking to the Lord today and talking about intimacy and saying, and I also have these other questions. So when you want to get around to them, I have, I have some for today and I have some for tomorrow. <laughs> but I'll let him wait, you know, on when he wants to give me the answer. But I at least want to put it out there because, you know, when you think of your most intimate relationships, you do have that question and answer time, you know, and sharing, you share more. I mean, that's, that's my perspective. What do you guys mm -hmm. think? I agree. I think it's about relationship. You're, you're, you know, and it's a giving and a taking and, you know, receiving and, giving you know Yahweh the love and receiving that love and um, answering questions or things is, is part of that yeah go for it Regina well, you know. um, for myself uh, I talk with father all the time like it's like an every day all day long I work like Monday through Friday so I'm constantly, like, I find myself praying in tongues a lot in my office, but I have to say that the Lord has really shifted my workplace. It's amazing. He brought in this amazing supervisor who is, he's awesome. I can't thank God enough for this guy. He's, mm. he, and he's got, he's got, um, wisdom really sits on him. I mean, if I've ever seen wisdom rest on a person, it's on this man. Mm. I mean, I've never met a guy like this guy. And I'm really, really grateful. But when it comes to talking to the Lord, like I talk to him all the time, all day long. We have a constant conversation. Sometimes I'll find myself 
sitting at my desk and I'm doing my work and then I'm realize that I'm actually sitting at a table up in my uh, eternal home and we're having, you know, coffee and we're chatting or we're in my office, my studio that's up in heaven. I mean, like <laughs> he built, he gave me an amazing coffee bar. I'm telling you, everybody come visit me at my office. <laughs> I have a coffee bar and it's amazing because he knows awesome. how much I enjoy it. And there's pastry and there's no repercussions from this pastry. So you can eat as much as you want. <laughs> I like that's that. Just, <laughs> I just like, it's so awesome. I'm just so grateful that everybody is here and that I have a place that I can talk to people and they don't look at me like I have three heads. <laughs> say to me, or my favorite one is my husband says, you know, you scare me sometimes with the stuff that you're telling me. <laughs> I'm like, all right, so I'm not going to tell you anymore. And when you're ready, you can come and ask me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to mute myself again because there's background noise here. Oh, okay. Well, I really love what you shared. Um, I think that's the that journey that we go on in intimacy, right? You know, you 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 go slowly, then you then you speed up, and then you get to the part where you're just with the Lord all day long in multiple dimensions. I mean, boy, my the heart my my desire is to grow more and more and more and more like that. And I already know that He wants that for every single one of us. So, yay, we're on the journey. <laughs> And I celebrate where you are, Regina. That is so awesome. I know for me, I go to this table, this, you know, it's a very large table and there's lots of heavenly, you know, beings in, at this table in heaven. And I, I go to bring, you know, my work things to them so that they could teach me and counsel me on how to, you know, manifest things on earth as it is in heaven. But to have a coffee bar up there, that's awesome. <laughs> Does anyone else want to share about their journey in intimacy? <clears throat> I, I, I'm wondering, yeah, because everybody I would imagine has a different relationship with the Lord and how they interact or how they how they receive or how they're led. Because because mine's nothing like what Diane just described, so it's pretty interesting. Um, I more follow energy than I do information. I don't know if that makes sense. Is that that I'll have I'll feel energy on certain things or ideas, and I'll follow those trails, but I'm never really. I don't know that I've ever asked the Lord any question, because I'm I just don't. It's more of an intuitive relationship. So I don't you know. So I don't. Uh, and, and it may be just the way that I'm I'm wired that I'm not. I, it just doesn't work that way with me. So. Like I like for example, I rarely see anything. I don't have I don't have a, a vision gifting or anything like that. And so um, I have more. It's more of a like I of a knowing or a desire to move forward, knowing intuitively, but not really having necessarily a lot of details. So it's so it's quite a bit different for me than like for Diane, as as two examples of how it can be different. And, and whatever other people, however it works for them. So. It's kind of like he lives in a flowing river. I think it's really awesome. <laughs> I keep telling him, can you teach me how to flow in that river? <laughs> well, I've just uh, 
to my great surprise, started intimacy journey with the Lord. Um, and uh, I mean, do you think by now that I, I would be talking the language that everybody seems to be talking, but it's a new thing for me. It really is. And I don't know why it's taken me so long. I, I, I do know, really. I mean, it's a lot of um, ingrained sort of, uh, you know, um, unrenewed thinking and trauma, that sort of thing. Um, and, but, persevering, just recently, I've, I've, I've sort of I've got my dream come true. Because now I've got a relationship and it's just, it's just so real. Um, sometimes I get a bit of a, a reaction, like one day I'm, I'm walking you know, on the, on the clouds, you know, um, and, and just everything is going right. Nothing could go wrong. And, but I'll have a reaction perhaps the next day, you know. I don't know if everybody's like this, but I can't... Uh, I'm, I'm pretty consistent. I have been pretty consistent lately in this. But uh, time like today, as a matter of fact, I really felt I was striving. It was like, well, uh, you know, the, I've lost a neck or something like that. You know, um, don't really... You know, it wasn't noticeable what it was that was the impediment, but it was it was definitely there. I, I kept telling myself, you know, I faked it till I made it, you know, but I didn't even make it. <laughs> so convinced myself that um, I'm in union with God, which I am, but I wasn't in a conscious union, but I, I, I couldn't understand why or even if I was or not. So eventually the time came when I thought, well, I've got nothing else to do. I'll just sit down and I'll just wait upon the Lord, you know, which is what I did. And it was just, um, I don't know if it was after watching some really good stuff that I watched. You know, I watched uh, Helen Toes, uh, who was talking wonderfully about prayer. It was fantastic. Uh, I could really relate to that. Um, but I thought at the t at this afternoon, I thought, well, Let's have another go, you know. And I did. Uh, do you know what? I just, it, I just met God again. I just met God again, and we fell in love. And I just, uh, Helen Sosa's got a way of describing this. She talks about it in Habakkuk, where she says um, Habakkuk stood, stood on his rampart or something, stood on the wall, and um, I forget what it was that he did did some, a certain number of things and ultimately ended up in a union with, with God mm. in which he was able to, you know, just share his heart and they became one. Mm. Now, the, I think there's a, what's coming to me now is that the only earthly parallel I can think, to that, think about that is music. Mm. Because with music, you, you start off, you might start off with a, like a very simple introduction that by itself means nothing. But when you've got the whole context of, of the piece and you hear a few things repeated and there's a different harmony and a bit of counterpoint and all sort of stuff it all takes on a form and then ultimately you know it, it gets to um a crescendo maybe or even a diminuendo you know where it just wonderfully fades out you know and, and yet you know something's happened there's a story 
been told, you know. And that's where I'm going at the moment. I'm great, greatly to my surprise. And uh, I can honestly say that I just love it to bits. <laughs> I love it to bits. <laughs> that's great. But it's not without its challenges because you say, um, as our sister said, I, I didn't catch her name, but, you know, do you ask good questions? Well, I mean, you know, when you're in love and you're in this ultimate, like, it, passionate embrace with God and you've been taken somewhere, you don't even know where it is. It's, it's not that he takes away your reason, but it is a little bit disconcerting to, to say to him, to make a proviso, you know, and say, well, look, if this is happening, what about this? You know, which is what I definitely did, because it was very important. You know, there's a very important thing that's going on that is a very sensitive issue for me. So, um, and yet, you know, he just like, he just sailed me out of it. I can't, it didn't give me an answer, yes or no, but I knew that there was a perpetuation in the relationship and regarding that particular question. So um, all I can say is, you know, I just know how much he loves me. That's beautiful. That's it. I'll say that. I can totally relate to that up and down road. <laughs> some days oh, can you? Are, are oh yeah, some days are easy and other days are harder. And then he says, "Remember, Diane, I've never left you." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, it's always grace, always love. That whole he he break away of circling around, right? You don't fall off the path. No. Yeah. I mean, when you when you look at it in in the cold light of day, you don't you know on a, on that's a, a bet a good. I mean, every day is a good day. You know what I mean? When you're feeling at peace with yourself and God, then then you can see you know that, don't you? Without the shadow of a doubt. And I know it even on a mad, on a bad day. But I'm coming to I'm coming to the realization that it's something that Mike Parsons always used to teach. There's nothing you can do to make God love you anymore. And, and there's nothing you can do to, to stop him loving you that much. All the same, you know, it's unconditional love. Mm -hmm. It's not a great... Very ha you know, not very comfortable, like, like my friend, you know, who's going through the crisis. I know exactly where we're at because I've, I've used all those systems whereby, um, you know, it's almost like mechanism and, and it works because god will honor it but then you think yourself after a time well you know a minute I, I'm, I'm actually talking to someone now um and, and when that is lost you, you start to revert to your mechanism again and then you then that's when you go that's where you get confused and for me it's where i get confused it's that journey, right? The journey of intimacy and being in multiple places at the same time. And the, th the thing that I really like about, about I appreciate is that when I'm having um, a hard day, you know, like, Lord, I, I, I really want to hear your voice. I want to feel close to you. I know you're here. I'm in you. You're in me. I just would really love to hear your voice right now. And so sometimes um, I have those experiences, but then, um, or when I, you know, mess up somewhere and then I, I come to him, oh Lord, you know, I didn't have my quiet time with you. I really wanted it. You wanted it. You asked for it. Whatever that is, it teaches me to give grace to other people because 
he's always giving grace to me. So I love that in our journey of intimacy, we're also learning how to have intimacy with other people, you know. Any thoughts uh, on that? Absolutely right. Yeah. While Michael was talking, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go on. While you were speaking, I, a number of things occurred to me, which is that um, I'm, I'm the type of person that likes to figure things out, which probably drives father a little bonky sometimes <laughs> because I just, I'm always asking, well, why? And how do we do this? And what do I do now? <laughs> because I just, I like, I don't know, whatever. It's just part of how I'm wired and probably what he's deconstructing in me. But um, when I have a, that kind of a challenge, because where I work, I'm with, you know, people that are not believers for the most part. I mean, none of them are believers. And it's very much a mission field where I work. But, uh, um, you know, and it's, there's no judgment on that. Um, I don't go in with the intent to, quote unquote, bring the gospel to them. I am the gospel. That's the way I look at it. I carry Jesus. He's reaching out and touching these people. My, my role is to stay in relationship with them so much, with the Father and, and the Trinity, so that they can move through me. But the one thing I do when I have those kind of crazy times, when and stuff happens, you know, where we, you know, something comes up from within me that the Holy Spirit is saying, okay, I'm bringing this to you. <laughs> you want to take a look at this now? That's why you're feeling reactive right now. Um, you know, I just, I have tools. I mean, I use live busting. I use a bunch of different tools that the Lord has brought to me in the last year or so. And I just ask, you know, Lord, what do I do with this thing when I'm in the middle of it? I don't know what to do with this. What do I do with this? And I'm always amazed at what shifts and what he sometimes it'll be you know a word sometimes it'll be a scripture sometimes it'll just be a thought that I've learned to recognize or or his thoughts because I certainly didn't come up with that <laughs> you know like I was in the middle of like feeling crazy and now this calm thought comes in and it's like ah okay well or I never thought about it like that okay and a lot of times I noticed that for myself, it's my soul. My soul is fighting for, she wants to take over. And it's like, all right, so you just take a seat because the spirit's leading on this one. And that's, I will literally say that to myself, like very softly. <laughs> soul, take a seat, sit back and rest. You're okay. Spirit's leading. And spirit, I'm asking you to step forward. And it's, I had a, a conversation one time, spirit, soul, and body, having this three-way conversation in it. If anybody were to read my notebook, they would think I was nuts, okay? <laughs> but they had specific things, like the body has specific concerns about what the soul, how the soul was running things, and, and worried that the spirit wasn't strong enough to, take, to, to make sure she was okay and she was safe. And I'm like, oh my gosh, because I went back and read it like three months later, I was like, oh, oh, my Lord. And I was like, what in the world? And <laughs> we had a very good conversation about that, me and him. <laughs> it was like, I'm like, who knew? Who knew we could do this? And I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm, you know, and I just keep running. I'll just keep running after him because 
you know what? He's, he said I could do this, so I'm, I'm taking him at his word, and I'm doing it. And I'm just, you know, but I, I have, I, I spent years coming, walking an occult path, and he had taken away the religious, all that religious junk that I grew up with got deconstructed in that phase. But then, and when I came back to him in 2016, I was at complete bankruptcy. There was nothing. I mean, I was at the very bottom. And the only way to go was to go to him. And I basically said that one day. I'm like, look, I have made a horrific mess in my life and everything around me. Everything around me has been cursed because of the way I lived. And I know that I can do nothing. Can't, I don't have anything left. And I want to believe that you do. Because I know you're here. I, I feel you. I've always known you're here. And I said, and I want to trust you, but I don't know how to. And that's what my primary issue was. I did not trust God. Because I saw everyone around me who said they believed in him. And nothing worked out for them, people. I mean, everybody struggled. Everybody, you know, people had horrible sicknesses, died of terrible diseases. I mean, I saw it off like all of us do. But I will tell you that in that on that I'll never forget it. I was literally recovering recovering from a second surgery on my hand. I had had a bone infection in my hand twice, actually three times. It was the third okay. third surgery in a, a line of like five years, and I woke up to the sound of the ode to joy playing on the TV, and it was and they were singing the words. I never knew there were words to that song because who knew. And this this sermon was about trusting God, and it was a preacher on TV. I'm like, who knew? Crazy. It's but it's interesting. It's interesting to to hear you um, share your story, Regina. Um, you know, like some people, they need to know how to manage their time and have focus and do different things like that. And then there's other people who are just like so much a go-getter, and I can relate to that. So, and he has to break us of our go-getting. <laughs> I can remember one time he told me, okay, you can't plan. Until I tell you you can plan again, you just cannot plan a single thing. And, you know, I kind of... Have, I'm wired to organize. I'm wired to plan. I had a planning job, you know, and he's just like, nope, cutting it off. You're too strong. He didn't say that then, but later on, I knew what he was talking about, you know, and then he was the one who decided when I had been through it long enough. I had been through the void so that I could just let it go. And speaking of void, that so much reminds me of, you know, in Genesis, the they talk about the emptiness and the void, the bohu tohu, and, and how we need that void so much. Because if we take what we've been through, like being driven, for example, you know, and we want to go into this place of having this awesome intimacy with the Lord where, you know, we can be in multiple dimensions. We have a coffee shop, you know, in heavenly places, you know, and we just have just great intimacy. Well, to go from those two places, you can't just immediately transition. You have to have a void in the middle so that one will fade away and now you have nothing in the middle and hunger grows and then you can, you know, phase into the desire of your heart and his heart. So I I, I, I love that. I love what you just said. That just so describes even, wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Very good. I love that. 
We talked about that last night in class. That's funny that you brought that up again. The Yod. What I can't say it yet. I'm still learning how to even try to speak uh, with Hebrew words. But those words we talked about that last night, and it's powerful. Even we are that as well. We have to have an empty place for Him to pour into. He has an empty place for us to pour into, and that we were we were we were talking about the word redeem gaal mm-hmm. last night and. It's just so beautiful when you look at it from the Hebraic perspective or with just the Hebraic mind. I get whatever. I said the same thing, but it's it's a beautiful place of giving and taking. And when he has cleansed that, because that's really what that did, uh, redeemed is all about, is the Bob has been redeemed and the heaven and earth connection is now clear. The mm-hmm. filters have been removed and the the, you know, the, the veils are, are wiped away. But that what you just said, there was something that really hit me about that. It was just this empty place and and filling, because it's about emptying and filling. It's not just one or the other. And uh, when those two things are working together, that's the flow that you're talking about that, that Tom lives in. That, uh, mm-hmm. That's just that beautiful place of allowing those things to begin to move our lives and have our being. So, yeah, beautiful, beautiful stuff. <clears throat> is there anything more that, that you'd like to share with us about what you guys um, learned last what you learned last night yeah um just real quickly because it was the gematria that kind of opened this up for me and it's uh, gimel is three um uh, i'll left because it's gimel i'll left uh um Lamed, that's how you spell uh, redeemed. Gaal. Mm. Uh, so it's three, one, Aleph is one, and then it's uh, 14 for uh, Lamed. So you have this three, one, one, four. So you have heaven, number three, right? Four, earth on the mm. ends. And then what? You got these two ones sitting side by side as the portal, right? The 11, if anybody's familiar with 1111, mm-hmm. watching for 1111, it's just this open portal. And to me, it's open heaven, but it's heaven and earth connection mm. in the, in redeemed. And that was like, oh my gosh, that it's, and then, then you start getting into the frequency stuff and that's the cleansing and that's the filtering that I just kind of spoke of. Mm-hmm. And when that has been cleansed, we have the connection from the beginning redeemed, you know, so that there's no effort. There's just flow. That's the, the Eden place. Adam had that before he took the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You know, there's no sweating here uh, in the Holy of Holies with, you know, the, the uh, priest move going in. I mean, yeah, so you have all these Hebraic perspectives really said, oh, my gosh, so that's what that is talking about. Oh, so that's what that's talking about. And, and I love it when you start pulling some of these stories that we've heard forever and and start putting the Hebraic mindset over them. And yeah. it's like, oh, my gosh, that's what that's really been saying. It's not about um, I've been bought back. That's the redeemed in the old thing. I've been bought back. And it's like, oh, it's so much more beautiful than that, guys. <laughs> that's 30. That's the 30 perspective. And then you have this uh, uh, heavenly spiritual perspective. 
I'm not sure what the soul realm uh, perspective would be of that in that situation, but it is so true. You can pull almost everything into those one, two, three places, either physical, um, soul, soul realm, or the, the complete spiritual. So it's really, really cool. That is great. Thank you for sharing that. Thank oh. you. Yeah. Awesome. And Mick, your uh, comments just a little bit before, one of my friends is listening to, to you on Facebook or to us on Facebook, and she goes, that really helped her. So, and it really helped me too, the phrase you said, uh, returning to our old, me- our old methods. I, I, that, that really like, bam, hit me right in the head. I'm not gonna do that no more. <laughs> we, we what did our site return? When we uh, get rest. Yeah, yeah. One worse. Yeah. 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 I'm so glad that you're looking at those notes because my mouse is gone. <laughs> I think ta- I think Gil took it. <laughs> she actually messaged me. She actually messaged me. So I, I, I thought about that. I said, I should actually be watching the Facebook to see if people are saying anything. Yeah, that'd be uh, great. <laughs> I still haven't found my mouse. <laughs> I'll go on. I will go on and see. <laughs> Thank you. There's my mouse. Where is the Facebook? (laughs) So, um, I I found it interesting, you know, you're talking about the portal and um, one of the things that's (laughs) that's been important to me lately is the tree of life. And, um, And you talked about Aleph. And so, I've been comparing, especially with what happened last Sunday, and talking about oneness, um, Aleph is in the pathway between two of um, two of the Sephirot, and one of them is between Kesed, which is love, and the other one is Givara, which is strength. And I thought, wow, so God is leading us. I mean, he is the, the ox, right? The ox is the symbol for Aleph, and, and that is strength and leadership. But he wants to lead us in balancing strength and, and love. And so that's quite interesting, especially when you consider, okay, so last week or on Sunday, we had to shut our meeting down earlier because um, someone came in with a different agenda. And so now we have to put some strength behind our gatherings to protect us against somebody who has a different agenda. But at the same time, we want to love that person, you know, because he is a child of God. He's got a destiny that calls him into great intimacy. Um, And there's things that are on his scroll that we all want him to accomplish, including the Lord. And if he only knew the value that he has in the kingdom, if he could just, you know, unwind some things. But it was just interesting to think about how, you know, going back to, you know, the Hebrew perspective and putting it over things, how, how the Lord says, well, let's balance strength and love. You can't have too much protection that will close out love. And you can't have too much love and not have protection because, you know, then you, then some things could happen that could harm other people. So I just love adding all those vantage points in. Does anyone have anything they'd like to share about any of those recent things that we've, we've been talking about? Uh, 
I've been going through the, uh, or started to go through the uh, Catherine, is it Yang? Wang. Wang. Yeah. <laughs> On the uh, Living Loved thing, and that's quite a, but her other one's very good too on the Cloud of Witnesses, but the Living Loved one is very, I don't know, it's got some, <clears throat> you know, par paradigms that are pretty, I'm not, not, I'm not going to use the word challenging, but it's causing me, like, you know, how in that prayer of Jabez, where your tent pegs are to be expanded, is that the way to say that? Mm -hmm. So, some things she talks about are 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 causing my tent tent pegs to <laughs> move out further. Is that why, you know, I can? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not why. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> but if anybody has an interest in that, and or you know that it, because it's it gets into this this dynamic of uh, how you know in our in our desire to come into oneness with the Lord, with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, she talks about how actually we're created in His image and we're the perfect match for God. We're the perfect match for the Holy Spirit. We're the perfect match for Jesus because God created us in His image. So we're the perfect partner. So he, He's That's been good. looking for us. Because we're as perfect, we're, we're, we're the Trinity's perfect, we are their perfect match. Each one of us is. It's quite a interesting uh, <laughs> realizing that they're they're they have a desire to be one with us as much as we have a desire, or they may even have more of a desire than we do to be one with them, because we're we're the they, we were the a match made in made in heaven for them, mm -hmm. which is pretty interesting to think about that. Anyway, it is. That brings us all the way back to uh, Maxine's question about intimacy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about um, what Maxine said. Oh, that, um, I was talking to somebody recently, and it seems like when God has you in a season of learning how to be one with him, it can feel like you're no longer two, so it's hard to have conversations. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if, if that's what you meant, Maxine, about not being able to ask questions, but sometimes it seems like you're just in this flow, kind of like you said, Tom, like the energy. You're just flowing with it. You're just mm -hmm. in tune. Things are just highlighted to you, and you act on them or you respond to them. And so if there's such a sense of oneness, there's no longer two, and your your soul misses that sense of I'm talking to somebody and they're responding to me, you mm. know, because That's we're good. we're used to that. That's the mm. first place we start is that idea of relationship and I'm here and he's there and we're talking. So, yeah, sometimes it can kind of feel like, but I miss the conversation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like he takes us in seasons of that, you know. Yeah. That's good. Well, I never had that as a child. I was 10 years old when I got saved, and the church that I was attending, um, it was very emotional. Uh, that's what you're, you know, if you didn't feel like you were saved, you better get back down to the altar. Mm. And I was in that for years. And looking back at when we say go back to our first love, 
<clears throat> I was thinking that's I just I, I, I was a little girl and I went to school the next day and I was floating on a cloud and didn't want to do anything that would do anything to get rid of that but I'm thinking that it was the emotion part I mean I didn't have any teaching as far as being spirit soul and body at 10 years old and um, so that's kind of what where I'm coming from so I have a friend who says well you've been a Christian for how many years and you don't know this and I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> that's where I'm at I'm sorry I'm not where you are <laughs> you're in a great place <laughs> yeah we yeah. better be having constantly new revelation of who we are and what we know yeah. if not you're you're completely lost yeah you're left behind right <laughs> the old phrase now i am a little older <laughs> <laughs> yeah but maxi yeah i i know you and i know you are yeah you are amazing so you have some great revelation when you when you speak and you say a lot <clears throat> and we appreciate you and we're all on a journey and it's great to have people at different parts of the journey. So it's part of, you know, encouraging each other and appreciating each other and having examples. And it's wonderful. In fact, it's it's been a wonderful time together with you guys. Thank you so much for your grace, especially in the beginning when, you know, we're trying to learn. Um, come on for the first time after some changes. And I appreciate Gil, you know, coming in. And helping us out, you know, while they're uh, getting ready for their next immersion retreat. Um, so, because I, I think we are about at the end of our time for today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for all your inputs. Thank you for joining. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I bless you in the week ahead. And hope to see you guys on uh, on Sunday, too. That'd be great. Okay, step into Thank the you. portal where where um, Tom is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I gotta say this to Meg. Meg, do they not look? Are you a Doctor Who fan? Doctor Who. Um, that looks like a Doctor Who screenshot right there. You know, the late seventies. They were pretty choppy, funny looking sci-fi <laughs> stuff. But to what me, Tom. Holding there all night was perfect. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. like galaxy quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And and I love your artwork. Is that your actual artwork, Mick, behind you? Well, yeah, it's wallpaper. I've got a wallpaper on my wall with it. You see? Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> love oh. it. I want that room. I want that room. <laughs> you like art, yeah, huh? Thank <laughs> Yep, there you go. Man cave. There you go. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Nick. That's awesome. Did you make that wallpaper yourself? Yeah, well, I painted it all. No, I just painted it with just cheap poster paint. And it's all it's all over the room, you see. I mean, it's a total mess. As you can see, I, I live in a mess. You know, <laughs> but if anybody, if anybody ever lived with me, I think would have a, a, a radical um, explosion of the mind because uh, I'd have to get tidy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I can relate to that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, blessings to everybody. Have a wonderful week. And uh, we'll see you guys later. So have a great night. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Okay, for some reason my mouse isn't working. You can see his next. Look at this. Look at that. <laughs> he, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. For some amazing. reason this mouse isn't working. Oh, I don't know. Or do you push these buttons, the stop button here? Let's do that. Suns are rising up. Your sons will take their place. Your sons will burn like fire. Your sons will bear your name. Your sons are.